Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. Hello, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Bremar Productions podcast. And we are back. This episode is an off-the-muscle episode. And here in Dallas, that's one of our terms that we use, off-the-muscle. It's pretty much something that happens ASAP or it's, you know, quick off your feet. It's freestyling. Um, you know, it's off the muscle. So this is one of those episodes where I'm just pretty much talking about um, a variety of things. And yeah, and I'm very excited. Um, I'm in a good space this morning. Well, this afternoon is 12 o'clock here in Dallas. And I'm just, I'm at ease. I'm I'm at peace, and I believe it's because, you know, <laughs> I think my spirit is uh, preparing for the worst. And I know that might seem, you know, a little cliche or whatever, or may seem a little impossible. But um, I feel like my spirit becomes uh, ready for war when I am at peace. And if if I don't like slow down my work day, if I don't slow down the time and really um, just look around and smell the roses and listen to music. And when I listen to the music, I, ask, I actually listen to the lyrics and really take in, you know, what that artist is saying, you know, just really, you know, taking everything in and embracing it and being grateful because the sixth annual fashion show is Saturday and we have been preparing for this all year and um, I'm super excited about it. It's the sixth show here in Dallas. It's the seventh show overall and the entire purpose of this this fashion show is to pay homage to Dallas. And earlier this this year I started a nonprofit organization called Role Models. And my plan is to go into the urban communities and teach the youth different aspects of fashion. And I decided to create this nonprofit organization because I was um, lending my services to school districts and summer programs. And I was highly inspired to create my own nonprofit organization where I don't have any restrictions and I don't have to ask for permission to do certain things because I want to elevate the the kids. I want to take them to the next level. And sometimes not trying to, you know, bring down the organizations that I have worked with because everybody has been so amazing. But, you know, sometimes I want things to happen in a timely manner. <laughs> and uh, with someone, someone like me as an entrepreneur who's already used to taking risk and starting their own platforms, I mean, it's not really hard for me to, 
do so. So I sat down with a couple of people. I had a few meetings with a couple of people about how to start a nonprofit organization. Um, and we were supposed to test run it uh, this year in March for spring break, but it didn't fall through. So I decided to kick everything off in January and open up my office downtown to, you know, students that are, you know, interested in fashion and want to learn different aspects of fashion. So my goal is to like just, you know, take them on field trips, introduce them to valuable key players in the fashion industry, um, introduce them to um, black history in the fashion industry because I think representation matters and just to see black designers from our past make it happen and dress and style you know different people I think that is important as well because I feel like um you know you have those white platforms where you know of course there's a represent representation um, available for their youth, but where's the rep- representation available for ours? So my whole um, situation is just to, you know, create opportunities and show them that they can do it and actually show them that it has happened and it's definitely possible. So I just want to, you know, put my spin on things and, uh, and elevate and educate. So that's the reason why I started Role Models. And, you know, with every business, you know, you need working capital. So a portion of the sixth annual Bring More Productions fashion show will go towards the uh, the nonprofit organization that I started, Role Models. And I'm going to kick it off. And we're going to have a program that lasts from January to May. And I am so stoked about it. Um, I'm very excited. Um, So yeah, so the fashion show is this Saturday. And if you listen to um, the podcast in past episodes, you have noticed that I am very loyal and proud of where I come from and uh, the neighborhood that I was raised in. Shout out to South Dallas. And uh, at the beginning of this year, I started a Everything Dallas campaign where I was literally supporting only Dallas businesses. And I would, you know, post their products for free and I would purchase them. So I was I will purchase or some people even start giving me things for free to promote and I will promote um, and make videos. So doing this campaign at the beginning of the, of the year, I decided that ugh, it should be more than that. It should be more than just posting on social media. I want people to actually, you know, experience the product with me and touch it and Feel it and taste it and touch it and, you know, touch and feel is the same thing. Sorry. Uh, So I was like, I want to do an event where people actually come out and support local businesses here in Dallas. And I was trying to figure out what. So, of course, the light bulb went off and I decided to dedicate the entire, the annual 
uh, fashion show to the Everything Dallas campaign because the fashion shows uh, get a lot of buzz, and which I'm most proud of. Uh, the fashion shows are um, in a huge asset and aspect of the Bremore Productions uh, business, and uh, it's it's the the firstborn. It's the reason why we are here today, because of, you know the fashion show in 2014, the very first fashion show, and ever since then there has been nothing but elevation. So I decided to dedicate the entire fashion show to the Everything Dallas campaign. So I'm very excited about it because I had reached out to you know Dallas-based designers, photographers, models, artists, creatives, stylists, makeup artists, hairstylists, businesses, sponsors to come in and execute this vision. And the whole room, DJ, shout out to DJ Sofocus, the whole room will be um, Dallas-based people uh, or people that appreciate and value Dallas. So, it's going to be really, really dope. And I'm I'm most excited about the venue as well. Shout out to Arts Mission Oak Cliff. Arts Mission Oak Cliff is pretty much an incubator, a.k.a. a home for creatives here in Dallas. They have a recording studio. They have a sewing room. They have offices for entrepreneurs. They have event space for creatives. It's just a one-stop shop for creatives and people that's in the arts to you know to really like execute their vision and I love it and it is it is really 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 dope I actually have a um uh 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 what is that I, I can't think right um a speaking engagement tonight to promote the the fashion show and also to meet other women in business. They have an organization. There's an organization here in Dallas that meet at Arts Mission Oak Cliff every month. And they invited me out to talk about Bremar Productions. And I'm so stoked about that. And uh, yeah, so shout out to Arts Mission. And I appreciate everything that I, that they do. If I sound a little stuffy, it's because my nose is stopped up. It's that time of the year, you know, flu season, cold season. And, um, yeah, I'm stuffy, unfortunately. So, today I would like to talk about a few things that's been on my mind. And, yeah, I'm not going to vent. I'm going to try not to vent. Y'all know how how I get. I become very passionate, and then that's so you know I'm yelling at the mic. <laughs> so I'm um, I I'm gonna save you guys because number one, my nose is stuffy. I can't really talk that loud, and number two, um, I have I also listen to the podcast as well, and I have heard my voice <laughs> and my tone. When I am very passionate about something. So I'm going to try to keep it down as as much as possible. So let's talk about Kanye. Y'all y'all know what's been going on with Kanye. With his uh, his whole thing. With uh, you know giving his life to Christ. And creating a gospel album. And 
you know, his whole charades. And I call it charades because that's what I think is going on. Um, was I a big Kanye fan? No. Well, I'm honestly, I'm not a celebrity head. Like, if I like your music, I like your music. But at the, at the end of the day, you're still human to me. So wrong is wrong, right is right. I hold everybody accountable. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, and that's just what it is. So with Kanye, you know, I, of course you love uh, Ye's music. Of course he's talented. You got to give it to him. But I became, eh, I started becoming turned off by Kanye. I think last year when he said that, uh, he said slavery was a choice. I became irritated with Kanye. And um, the thing about me is, because I know a lot of people is going to listen to this podcast episode and they're going to think that, you know, I'm one out of a million people that's not fucking with Kanye right now just because the media is putting a spin on Kanye, which they are. I'm not going to lie. Uh, there's a lot of blogs out there that literally say certain things in the headline for clickbait. And I am fully aware of that. But you guys got to understand as well. I do my research. It takes more than a clip on Instagram for me to think the way that I think about a certain individual. I listen to interviews wholeheartedly with an open mind. I listen to everything that Kanye say. I, I, you know, I read the interviews and I'm still not fucking with Ye because <laughs> I think there's a hidden agenda behind it, unfortunately. And it's, you know, it's fortunately, it's fortunate for him, but I've decided to not subscribe to Kanye. And I feel like people need to understand that people, the people that are fans of Kanye continue to be fans of Kanye, continue to support Kanye. That's, that's your, that's your decision. And I can't, I don't, I'm not bothered by that. You, we have the freedom in every right to dismiss or, or support. It's up to you, whatever you want to do. And I don't bash people for supporting Kanye Hill. I don't bash people for supporting Trump. It is what it is at the end of the day. I know that I'm not going to subscribe to it. That's what I know. And if you choose to, that is on you. It doesn't, it doesn't affect me none at all. You know, I think people should have the freedom to, you know, have their own opinion and have their own beliefs. And if this is what Kanye is rocking with right now, cool. But I also have every right not to subscribe to him. I have every right to say that I don't fuck with Kanye. And, I, you know, y'all shouldn't be looking me upside my head when I say this shit. Or you shouldn't even say, oh, you just like everybody else. I know, and I've said it myself. If you follow me on Facebook, which I don't want everybody to follow me. But if you follow me on Facebook, um, you will see that I've said that there's articles out there of you know, the media saying Kanye said this, but in actuality, he said a whole nother thing. Like, for instance, his his interview with Big Boy. And there was a uh there was an article going around that said that Kanye said black people are cultureless. 
And I think if you really tap into that interview, I don't think he meant it that way. I think Kanye was saying that we do not own the culture that we go so hard for. I think that's what he was trying to say. I could be wrong. Um, but with this whole situation, like when Big Boy asked Kanye, because Kanye started talking about social media, which I agree with him when it comes to this. He started talking about how social media have um, a have total control over our minds. The fact that, you know, the way that we scroll on social media has been um, studied and proven that people are more in tune and they stay on that app longer when you scroll up. And to the fact that that's the reason why Angry Birds was so effective and successful because of the way that you play the game, which you just pretty much scrolling, um, using your index finger, you know, to to move the screen to the direction that it flows. So I thought that was, yeah, that makes sense to me. I agree with him. Social media does have control over most of our minds and most of us are addicted to social media, even when we do not uh, participate as often as everyone else, uh, you still, I still find, I still come across people that say, oh, I'll be on social media like that. And even though they don't post as much as majority of the people on social media, they still on social media reading, watching videos, you know, they still scrolling, they still active. So, um, when he said that, I was like, yeah, I give it to him. But when Big Boy asked him about the Kardashians, because he was like, yeah, social media got a uh, control of our brains. And Big Boy was like, but you married into um, the the family that have a huge influence on social media. They use social media consistently. And he dodged that whole conversation. And I'm the type of person that... If you gonna like, if you are going to be involved, partake into something or someone, you need to stand by that shit. Period. Doesn't matter. Like, if somebody would, if I, if if I was fucking with a certain thing and somebody asked me about it, I'm going to stand by it because I mean it. You know, so I really didn't, I really didn't like the fact that he didn't go into detail or, you know, he don't really talk about, every time somebody like bring up the Kardashians, he really don't talk about it. Cause to me, I feel like it's hypocritical. It makes him look like a hypocrite, but neither here or there. Um, another reason why I just can't, you know, get with the whole Kanye situation because, you know, he feel the way he feel about slavery. He always bring it up slavery. To me, the way that he approaches the situation is mad disrespectful to our um, ancestors. The the struggles that they had to go through on a consistent basis. You know, slavery was deeper than picking cotton. Our ancestors were being tortured. They was being raped. Not only the, the women, but also the men. You know, families were being torn apart. Um, you know, they was getting killed for reading or writing. It, it was de- it's deeper than just picking kind. 
So to hear his spin on slavery is grinch worthy <laughs> and make my whole ass itch. <laughs> I hate when Kanye talk about slavery. But um yeah, so the fact that he he's always bringing up slavery, I just think it's just uh and I, what kills me is that the same religion that he is investing in, engaging in, and building his platform on is the same religion that they used against our ancestors. And I'm like, okay, you sit here and you say that, you know, you don't, you're not a slave and you you have unlearned uh, and you're not subscribing to the slave mentality and all this other stuff, but yet you you invest and you engage in a whole religion that they used against us to keep us um, in bondage. But neither here or there. Neither here or there. Um, and I, I don't like the fact that he also, he was, he was talking bad shit in, in the big boy um, interview. And he was throwing a lot of shade um, when he said that when people decide to uh, repent to God on their own, it, it means that they are shameful of um, their sins or they have greater sins that they, they don't want to, you know, bring to light. So it's pretty much, to me, I took that as he's saying that you need the church. You need to praise God. You need to repent to God in a group situation. Like you need to be um, in a church or you need a pastor to guide you. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that some people need guidance, but I think that we all should have a personal relationship with God. Like, there's nothing wrong with going to church. If you decide to go to church, go to church. I feel like church should be looked at as a tool, just like social media should only be a tool. It should be your everything. Um, But at the same time, you still need to you know, create a relationship with God on your own, just in case you know, your pastor is not going to die with you. Your your pastor is not sin, sinning with you. Your pastor is not with you on a consistent basis. So to me, I think it's important to build a relationship with God on your own. And yes, it is powerful. I totally believe that it is powerful when you worship in a group. And what a lot of people need to understand is, you don't you do not necessarily have to be in a church to worship. My friends and I worship all the time. We worship through uh, via text, we worship via email, we worship in person. Uh, we are very spiritual be- beings and it's been times where we just, you know, we out on a vacation. We would just sit and talk about God for hours and talk about how blessed we are. Um, shout out to Brianna, Amber, and Sesame. We talk about God all the time. Like we are fully aware, and I think, I think we are so strong in our faith because we we praise and we we have a 
a relationship with God as individuals. We have a relationship with God outside of church. So it's easy for us to talk about God and worship God outside of church. It's easy for us to, you know, engage in a conversation about God outside of the church without a pastor present because we have built our own relationship with God, if that makes sense. So it's a lot of things that I just, you know, I just don't like, you know, and I I just, I have decided to just not subscribe to Kanye and I believe I have every fucking right, (laughs) period. Um, And if you decide that you still want to fuck with Kanye, kudos to you. I'm not going to look at you no other way. Like to me, that's fine. It is what it is. Um, And I feel the same way. At, At least I know who is who you know what I'm talking about? Like a lot of people get mad when they they see uh black people um supporting Trump. At least you now know who is who because it's a lot of people out here that's like the KKK and high and high behind you know mask or they hide behind their social media accounts or they hide behind their uh their jobs and shit and they don't really talk about who they voted for and then you find you later on find out that they voted for Trump and they believe in the same shit he believe in. And instead of personally, instead of me taking a fist to it, I appreciate those type of people for stepping forward and, you know, standing next to what they believe in, because now I know what to expect from that individual. But with that being said, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come right back. We're going to give a sh- uh, shout out to our sponsors. Uh, shout out to Shoe Deal. Shout out to Black Eyed Vodka. Shout out to Kind Healthy Snacks. These are the official sponsors of the Bring More Productions fashion show this Saturday. You guys, you guys, you guys do not miss out on the show. But anyways, we got to give a shout out to our sponsors. We'll be right back. Do you love keeping up with the latest trends? Do you love being stylish without breaking the bank? You need to shop at Shoe Deal. Shoe Deal has the hottest and largest selection of designer name brand shoes, boots, and accessories for women and girls. But here's the catch. Prices start at $6.97. Yes, you heard it right. $6.97. Shoe Deal has six locations in the DFW area, one in Nordallis. Two in Oak Cliff, one in Mesquite, one in Arlington, and one in Grand Prairie. And right now, if you text the number 214-470-6061, again, that's 214-470-6061, you will be invited to their private shopping event. Again, if you are looking for the hottest, the latest shoes, an affordable price, you need to shop at Shoe Deal. Tell them Bring More Productions sent you. Peace. Okay, you guys, we are back. And I'm done talking about Kanye. Because one thing about me, if I don't fuck with you, I don't talk about you. So, yeah. Off that. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have decided to... I, I probably do like one more episode of this season or probably two 
maybe three. Um, but three would probably be the top. Um, yeah, I probably just do three more episodes of the Bring More Productions podcast for season two. And then I'm going to take a hiatus and I'm going to come back stronger because March 2020, it will be a whole year of podcasting. It will be our official Bring More Productions podcast anniversary. And I'm super excited about it. So I decided to, you know, of course, Bring More Production is an event coordinating uh production company and i'm going to definitely have a podcast event and it's gonna be so dope so i think three more episodes which will like end this month and then we come back sometime in january or february i have not made up my mind but I want to do something different with the podcast. I actually want to create more structure and, you know, create like a theme or something that is more consistent so we uh, stand out more, which we already standing out. But I just want to like really implement um, solutions and give people knowledge and really teach people, you know, about themselves and really you know, really educate and make an impact. Like I, when I do things, I want a, it has to be a purpose. I want to make sure that I make an impact and inspire people. I'm not just doing things because yeah. So I've said this before. I was inspired to create a podcast because of my Facebook post and my Facebook posts are always so lengthy and I have real conversations on Facebook. So I was like, it's only, it's only right that I create a podcast where, you know, we talk about any and everything from fashion to music, to politics, from struggles to circumstances, issues, whatever. We talk about it all. So I want to come back next year and I want to bang. Like I want to go hard. I want to come harder and I want to actually have a structure. And um, yeah, so we're going to do probably do like three more episodes of the Bring More Productions podcast, Safe Place for the Black Opinion, and be done for the year. We are wrapping up everything. We're wrapping up the fashion shows, the closet sales, and I think it's only right that we wrap up the podcast as well. Um, what I am going to do is post all of our episodes on YouTube as well. And in the meantime, I probably post like, you know, video content. I don't have too much of it, but I I want people to actually get to know the brand and the brand, uh, Bring More Productions and really be introduced to what we do here on a consistent basis. So make sure that you go subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's Bring More Productions. Um, at the end of the year, I'm going to post all the content from behind the scenes at the closet sales and the fashion shows, behind the scenes of the podcast, the summer program, after school program. I, I, I definitely want to share more videos. I only have like you know, audio content, of course, for the podcast and photos. So now I want to do more videos so you guys can really get to know Bring More Productions and everything that we do. Um, another thing that I want to talk about on this 
podcast is this podcast episode is um entrepreneurship and i just want to motivate you guys to create businesses as much as possible i know some of you guys are um easily discouraged when you see someone else doing something that you do which i fully do not understand because in my personal opinion is we need variety we need options um you know Tyler Perry just created and opened up his own movie production studios and as you know I support him I believe in it he has inspired me to create uh to open up a preboard productions venue which was already in the talks but now that I have seen Tyler Perry do it I know for sure it is possible but a lot of people would see him and they would think that now they can't do it like oh man that was my idea oh man I wanted to open up my own production studios that's what I wanted to do and it's like but bruh you can still do it you know we need to offer our people options. We scream every day, especially when something jumps off. We scream every day, all day. We need our own. We need our own. We need our own. Okay. Well, for us to really take power, we have to own. <laughs> you know, we have to have ownership. So that means that there has to be multiple millions of black owned businesses. There, there should not just be one Tyler Perry Studios. There should not be just one um, Black-owned movie production studio here in the U.S. There needs to be a million more. There needs to be a million makeup artists. There needs to be a million hairstylists. That's that's how we're going to take power. That's how we're going to really make a change. If everybody decides to you know, step in their purpose and elevate, that's how we will see real change here for Black Americans in America. I encourage everyone, every single person that comes to me and asks me how to coordinate fashion shows, to coordinate their very own fashion show. And if I have the time and I'm available that day, I'm going to be at your fashion show and I am going to be rooting for you. I'm not going to feel intimidated or not share knowledge because you're doing the same thing that I am doing. That's not going to benefit my people if I just hold all that information in. And if I just want to be the only person to win, how is that going to how is that going to benefit my people? And how is that going to benefit the next generation? I'm not just doing this for the sake of my immediate family, my son, my mom, my brother, my niece, my cousins. You know, I'm not just doing this for a brick board. I'm doing this for all of us. Every single black person, all of us, we need it. So I feel like for us to really move forward into um, mend that gap between po- poverty and, and wealth and to mend that gap between, you know, the rich and the poor, and for us to really move forward as a culture, as a people, we need a variety of Black-owned businesses. And we need Black-owned industries. And the industry is 
the same like-minded businesses or services. That's what the industry is. So if you're a makeup artist and you strive, no, if you if you want to be a makeup artist, you see somebody else doing a makeup and you want to do, I think I think it's possible. If you see me, if you're inspired by me and you want to create your you want to coordinate your own fashion shows, especially if you're passionate about it. If you if it, it if it burns you, if it urges you, like this is what I want to do with my life, do it. Do it. Now, another thing, don't just do it because you see somebody else winning. You like, oh, I want to do that to make a quick buck. We're not gonna, we're not gonna benefit from that. We not. I'm talking about the people that wake up and they want to be in the fashion industry. They want, they want this, or they, they really want to be a makeup artist or a hairstylist. Like you are passionate about a specific thing. I think you should pursue it. And I don't think because, you know, you look at me like, oh, man, Bree started her own podcast. I wanted to start a podcast. Oh, well, no. You need to still create your podcast. Period. Period. We need options. Everybody don't think like me. I'm not for everybody. So your podcast might be that podcast that people are looking for. You never know. So I just want potential entrepreneurs create that business. The time is now. We don't really, to me in my mind, we don't really have the time to sit back and fiddle with our thumbs and only use our thumbs for social media. Get your hands dirty. Create those businesses. Please, please, please. And I suggest that everybody go listen to the Byron Allen's Breakfast club interview this dude is a black billionaire he bought the weather channel and he pretty much said the same thing that i'm saying right now i want everybody to be a billionaire i want all of us to win because personally i have experienced this for myself i have been the only black person in the room i have been the youngest in the room and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. It doesn't make me feel good. I know me personally, it doesn't make me feel good. You know, I think it's cool that I have a seat at the table, but at the same time, you want to see, you know, people like you at the table as well. You know, most people don't think like that. Please know that all skin folk ain't kin folk. Okay. But for me, I, you know, it used to bother me to, Especially in the theater industry. Oh my gosh. Listen, y'all. If you are a creative and you want to be an actor, I know everybody jump starts and head over to the theater. No, everybody wanna be in Hollywood. Y'all move to LA to get gigs and stuff like that. But there's gigs right here in your city. Start off with plays. I love plays so much. Plays are beautiful. They are so profound and oh my gosh, it's like it's so lyrical. Like if you love hip hop, if you love RB, if you love music, I used to literally like print the lyrics of songs and read them. I know that's weird, but anyways, <laughs> that's how I feel about plays. As a costume designer, I have access to the script. 
And I and I just sit there and I just read it. It's so poetic. It's just so beautiful. Oh my gosh. But anyways, there's options in the theater industry. You can reach out to so many theaters and ask them, can you, you know, audition for a play? And then you get paid a decent amount of money, you know? Um, and I tell fashion designers and fashion stylists all the time. Don't restrict yourself because not only am I in the fashion industry, I'm also in the theater industry and it's the same thing. I love costume designing. You read a play, it's kind of like getting a, a theme from a photographer um, and then you go over your ideas with the director just like you would in the fashion industry with a, a, a photographer. Y'all come up with the final looks. You go pull um, the clothing and then you have a fitting, and then you have rehearsal. It's the same thing. It's a, it's, it's it's like a reflection. Um, and I highly suggest creatives to tap it. Black creatives to tap into the theater industry, please. It is so dope. If you love movies, you're gonna love plays. And plays are more direct, and you feel. You feel like you're part of it. Just sit in the audience and just to hear a live play, to hear those spoken words coming out of the actor's mouths. Yeah. I love theater. But anyways, we need to know our options. We need to know there are options. Many of us don't know. You know, many of us are not aware. So that's that's the reason why I'm here, um, to share my knowledge. You know, I went to school. I have a I have a degree in fashion marketing and management, and I learned so much. I learned the different options that's available in the fashion industry. Like you don't necessarily just have to stick to styling. You could you could become a buyer, and now you got the whole digital world popping up. You could be a social media coordinator. You know, there's so many gigs within the industry. So if you love a specific industry, tap into it and learn your options. That's why I tell, you know, rappers all the time, you want to be a rapper and it doesn't work out for you? There's other options for you. You know, you can become a manager, an A&R, um, start your own record la- label. Um, you can also now you can uh, create a, you know, a media platform where you interview an up and coming artist. You know, there's so many options. You don't have to just necessarily, you know, just stick to that one option that you see on a consistent basis. Like in a fashion industry, we always see stylists. And we think that's the only option that we have. No, there's so many options in the fashion industry. You could be a visual merchandiser where you go out to different stores and you merchandising for different companies. And, you know, a merchandising is an individual that set up the storefront and dress the mannequins and all that good stuff. And if you're a real hustler, you will reach out to these local businesses. Uh, sorry. These local businesses, these boutiques and all that great stuff and you will send them over your contract and tell them you will come in on a monthly basis to dress their mannequins to set up their storefront for them 
make it look all, you know, easy peasy. And to really get your foot in the door, tell them you'll do it the first month for free. And then the next month, you'll send an invoice. That's an easy hustle. I need y'all to tap into y'all inner hustle. Please. There's so many options, like so many options. Tap into the industry that you want to be part of and look up the, the different job positions in each industry. And for the most part, you can reach out to these industries on your own and cut out the middleman. I'm trying to tell y'all this is free game. I'm telling y'all. But um, yeah, I suggest that we own a piece of each industry. I don't care what industry you in, black people, we need to become owners. Stop being consumers. And if we, you know, it's so it's okay to consume, but we need to own. And if we are consuming, we need to invest. You know, we need to buy stock in a company. Like 2020, I Listen, it's only right that each, even a bottle of water that I drink on a consistent basis, I need to have some type of investment in that company. I need to be getting some type of return back because the way that I be drinking Red Bulls and coffee on a consistent basis, I need to get a return back. It only makes sense. We need to, we need to open up the, these portfolios you know, we need to tap into ourselves, tap into our ancestors, and tap into these this 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 monopoly game that we are forced to play. I don't want to struggle no more. We know how to survive. Black people, black people, we know how to survive. Can we live now? It's time for us to live. Are you guys tired of struggling? I'm tired of struggling. I want to live. I want to actually purchase something without feeling guilty about it. But there's a way to purchase and make it a smart purchase where you get a return back. You know? So, if we got to consume, let's be smarter consumers. And erase as much liabilities as we can. And gain assets. Let's become owners. We know how to survive. We got this shit down. Black people know how to survive. We would turn something into a trend. Y'all know this shit. We turn hip hop started with people talking about their daily struggles on beats. Now look at hip hop. Hip hop is a global industry now. Come on, y'all. We got to tap in. We have to. We are literally sitting at a table and the Monopoly game is sitting on this table. We all, of course, we get that measly ass $200 every time we pass go. And every time we land on somebody else's property, we got to pay up. But now it's time for us to own property. So when people... When people land on our shit, we own it. And I'm tired of just collecting two hundred dollars. To man, that's this little chump change that we top, top uh, tossing around. We need to stop. 
and looking forward to tax season every year? Ew. And if we do look forward to tax season, we need to look forward to tax season because we done made $68 million back like Kanye did. And even though we all know, if you know, if he if he got sixty eight thousand, I mean, if he got sixty eight million dollars back, that means he really, you know, he really put some money out there. He was really, you know, his expenses was real. But shit, I rather get sixty eight million dollars. That, that's the type of money I want to play with. I want to play with millions. I'm tired of playing with hundreds. I'm tired of surviving. I want to live. We need to tap in. So, all the entrepreneurs out there, take that risk. Stop being so scared to move. Stop being so scared to stand out. Stop being so scared to simply start. Just do it. Like Nike. And I bet half of y'all that's going to listen to this podcast is wearing a Nike shoe right now. Look down at your feet. What type of shoe you wearing? Nike. Consumer, let's own. Please, do you have a stock in Nike? Okay. Everything. Let's let's put this out there. Everything that we indulge in, we need to buy stock in. Like we need to have some type of asset in that company. Period. Let's promise that. Even in Walmart, we got a Walmart every motherfucking day. We buy our groceries from Walmart. We need to have some type of investment in that company, period. Let's stop surviving. Let's live. We got that damn pack. Black people don't have to survive, period. We do. But let's live and actually leave something behind for our kids. And at least pay for our own funeral expenses. Half of us can't even pay for our own damn funerals. We die. And that's you know, our family are sending around group texts and Facebook messages and created a GoFundMe just to put our asses in the ground. The least you can do is make sure that you get a life insurance p- a policy to bury yourself. Don't leave that burden on your family. Let's be smarter. 2020. It's a month away. 2020, 2020 vision. We need to have 2020 vision in 2020. And we need to really implement real policies and plans and execute visions. Become an entrepreneur. At least open up a business. And if you don't have it in you to become an entrepreneur and you know you're not disciplined enough to do so, invest in somebody that, that can. Invest in Breedboard Productions. Ask me how. <laughs> so, come on, y'all. Let's tap in. That $200 just for pass and go, it ain't going to cut it. It ain't going to work out no more. We deserve more than that $200. And niggas really be looking forward to that $200 too. I'm at the, I know I'm going to get my $200 when I pass. Go. No. We want that money. We want real money. When somebody land on our property, we, we get paid, paid. That's what we want. 
Yes. So, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to the Bree World Productions podcast. I really appreciate you guys' ears. This Saturday is the sixth annual Bree World Productions fashion show, and I am excited. Nigga, we made it. Oh my gosh. And Oh, we gonna have so much fun. I'm I'm so looking forward to it. I've been working my ass off and I just hope that everybody have a great time and I really hope that everybody benefits from it, which I know they will, but I just really, really hope that, you know, everybody just really have a good time and really, really, really meet people that value their merchandise, their products, their brands and uh, tap into it. Um, you can get your tickets at www.bringmore.com slash tickets. And shout out to our, our sponsors for the sixth annual Bring More Productions fashion show. Shout out to Shoe Deal, Kind Healthy Snacks, Curls. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the Bring More Productions podcast. Shout out to Black Eyed Vodka. Um, shout out to Marta. And shout out to God. God, thank you so much for the supporters. Thank you so much for the designers. Thank you so much for my family. Thank you so much for everybody that's listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for my creativity, my productivity. Thank you so much for everything, everything. I am beyond grateful, and God deserves all the praise. Shout out to my ancestors, you know, the ones that's actually making something happen, because believe it or not, we got some lazy-ass ancestors, too. And I only entertain those that that's really about it so shout out to my ancestors that's really about it <laughs> that's not afraid um yeah so get your tickets to participate in the sixth annual Bree more productions fashion show come out and support this saturday it will be live in dallas texas um and shout out to triple d Shout out to Dallas, Texas. Shout out to Texas. Shout out to Dallas. Shout out to South Dallas, Oak Cliff, West Dallas, East Dallas, North Dallas. Let's put on for the city. Until next time, you guys. Peace.